Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The return of the Mac. Return of the Mac. For one week, hey? I've been waiting for six weeks for that, so. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope not. I hope not yeah. one week. Um, yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, he came back in, in a pretty pretty awesome way, didn't he? Uh, he did. Just come back and just slotted in like nothing had happened. Um, it's good. It's good to have him back. It's good to have him. It's good to have MT back. I mean, MT didn't perform as well as as he did, but you know, I think that was expected in that game. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit more a bit later. But, um, mate, positive mood for you this week? Yeah, got finally got the win. I was on a bit of a free. I think it was free game losing streak. I so, got was uh, that much. Yeah, yeah, had a bit of a rough patch, but uh, I completely just threw every player that I didn't like, and then brought in. Set of good players, and obviously having Christian McCaffrey back was uh, a big plus, as I mentioned. But um, big, yeah, huge big win. rebuild, huge win. big big rebuild for 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 Team Macca. Gronk, if you're horny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish I could. But you know what the thing is, though, like it's it it's smart though. I like it because you know a lot of people, uh, even in our league, and you know I I'm I'm a bit. Uh, a bit of a victim to this as well where you know people like who they draft or they have their boys so-called boys and um, generally tend not to kind of move as much where you know you you clearly uh, you know saw that there was an issue with your team I mean you know it's not quite likely it was a bit shit um, and then <laughs> you, took, you took the the right action and and you know even if it's got you that one win from everything you did that that one win already kind of you know sets it up and then you know obviously getting CMC back um you know, it's not going to ever hinder. So, well, on that, but yeah, you know, for you guys out there, just, you know, I mean, I, I do this and I'm probably the biggest um, person that does this actually have your boys, but you know, you've got to realize when sometimes you just got to let people go or, or trade for the right thing. So uh, yeah, well done. Well done that Maka. Yeah. I think, and, uh, I think it's easier for you because you've, what are you six and three now? Did you pick up another win? Uh, I did pick up another win. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mate. <laughs> mate, mate, this winning is just, this winning's easy, bro. It's like, it's like, it's like the, uh, Mighty eight and O Steelers, you know. Uh, oh, just keep uh, just keep winning, buddy. Keep winning. God, Steelers made that look difficult, didn't they? They did, they did. But but you know what, right? You know what, right? 
I will promise I'll try my best not to talk. I, I said before I started this podcast, I was like, as don't talk too much about the Steelers, but you can't not talk about it, right? Like the whole world is everyone's looking at it, right? And it doesn't matter if you win ugly, right? Like actually, as a matter of fact, if you can if you can grind these out, right? I mean, Steelers have historically always been like play down to the opposition, and mm. this is a prime example of that. So, um, so you know, you know, one it was kind of expected. I know everybody was like sh- ranting and raving about how many kind of defensive pickups. Like g- genuinely, if you look at Steelers, fancy wise, if you look at their defensive performance, they tend to get more fancy points against the bigger teams like the Ravens, like some of the other guys that they've played, right? Titans as well. But then when it comes to like some of the shitter teams, they don't they don't score that well. And uh, you know, weirdly, Steelers do have historically always done this. They just play down to the opposition. Um, and uh, a lot of the times that usually relates to um, to a loss for them. So, so mm. hey, look, at the, at, if you're going to play games like that, you're going to play that poorly. I mean, actually, the, the defense didn't do too badly, uh, especially if you look at kind of some of the final uh, final quarter play. They didn't do terribly, but yeah, to be honest, mate, if you can walk away from that performance and, and still get the win. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm biased, but I think you're looking at a championship team that way. I mean, it's a bit like the Kansas City Chiefs, right? They, yeah. uh, I was going to talk about them a bit more this pod as well, actually. But like they, they, they've looked like they probably could have lost every single game, but then just seem to keep coming back. And, and that's that's just championship mentality. That's just how you win championships. Like even if you're down and out. Like, I mean, halfway through the game, I was like, Panthers are going to win this game. <laughs> and. Um, you know, obviously the way to CMC die everything, but then, uh, I mean, even that little bit of me was like, you know, crap, maybe they might lose us. But then, even then, they just came back and were just like, well, here we go, we won. And I think, I think teams like that will, will go a long way. Um, so, so yeah, it's um, it, it's interesting, and, and 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 you know, like, I think I think that does uh, smell of championship mentality. That's basically. it. Yeah, sometimes you just got to win ugly, as long as you yeah. win. Well, no, no, one, no one talks about anything else other than did they win yes yeah so i mean it's the thing at the end of the day if 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 the season was to end now and it was done purely on on you know just kind of how many wins you had (laughs) steelers Steelers would win stop the count stop the count (laughs) um i mean steelers Steelers would win and no one would talk about how badly they played against Dallas. they'll just be like well you won it right so um and and that's what it comes down to fantasy wise as well right so obviously you know the highs and lows of this fantasy football is interesting because we had some of the guys on our on our chat, you know, uh, we're just a bit like, why do we do this to ourselves? And I'm sure a lot of you out there being like, why do we do this fancy to ourselves? Right. Cause ultimately there's only one winner out of your 10 or 12 or 14 man league that you might be mm. in. Um, it's only one's going to win. Everyone else is just going to be depressed. Right. So, <laughs> um, it's, it's so true, but Hey, it's what we love. Right. It's why, it's why we, why we do it. I guess it's another way of watching it. I mean, this, this year, weirdly though, right. I don't know. It probably does help that I'm winning, but I've taken like the stress off a little bit of, of, of the actual fantasy side of it. Like I'm just, I'm honestly just loving just watching the league. Like I think it's really interesting with how COVID has shaped it, shaped the league and how, how teams are playing. It's, I don't know. I'm just finding it really fascinating. So I, I guess, yeah, like I said, it probably does help that my, I'm not not doing too badly in fantasy. Yeah, it helps when you're winning, but I think it also helps just to accept that there's the element of randomness. Yeah, and of course. If you just accept that, then fantasy it's just worth what it's just if you, and also if you just enjoy the game itself. Yeah, obviously, um, it helps. Yeah, on Sunday. And I, yeah, that's what I mean. Like it was quite nice, and actually, I'm feeling good today because I actually didn't stay up to watch the uh, the Cam Newton show last night. Um, I normally watch most games, but I was like, you know, I'm going to treat myself to an early night sleep for once. Uh, yeah. I, I feel, I'll be honest, I feel great this morning, and uh, luckily, I had no fancy relevance for me. Uh, but you know, Panthers still still managed to get it done. Um, 
but you know, it's uh, it was interesting. I mean, anything, any insight? I don't know. Did you manage? Did you manage to watch a game, or have you looked at highlights yet? I haven't watched the highlights yet. I haven't watched the highlights yet, but um, I think uh, Jacoby Myers could be an interesting ad, mm. just based on mm. the fact that he's getting so much target share. But I think it was just one of those games for me where there was rumours of the Patriots even potentially trying to lose that game, um, just to see if they could get first pick next year yeah. I just think it was a dead game but yeah I haven't watched it yet but um, Cam Newton was just doing Cam Newton things two rushing touchdowns yeah um, how was um, so. yeah and um, apparently Harris got injured or something didn't he I think he did uh, yeah but Sonny Michelle's back so yeah and the thing with the Patriots running backs is, is it's just always one to avoid no matter what um, there's never one that just emerges from the rest when you look at James White and Burkhead as well, thrown into the mix, so it's never, it's never a backfield you can rely on. In uh, just, I feel, I feel like that's what it is in uh, fantasy wise this yeah. year, isn't it? I mean, yeah. teams, teams are finding new ways to win, and you know, kind of lessening the workload on on one or two guys. And uh, you know, again, I know we'll talk about it in the in, in the rest of the pod, but uh, it's just yeah, it's interesting to see, isn't it? But um, look, before we go uh, into into this week's pod. Um, uh, how's uh, how's uh, I just wanted to ask you, how's your lockdown 2.0 week been? I mean, we've had two bits <laughs> in in 2020. It's been a bit of a shit year, hasn't it, all over? And then the last week has kind of served up two kind of, I guess, shining lights of news. I mean, obviously, it's all still technically hypothetical, and Trump is not leaving, and <laughs> you know, we don't really know the story about this vaccine. But it sounds like sounds like you know there, there is light at the end of the tunnel now. I think um, Trump is well, he's going to have to go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like he has a choice he, he's he's lost you know and uh, yeah. he can kick and scream as much as you want and there's so many videos of you know parodies and taking yeah them. i love so, them <laughs> but he's got to go them. but yeah that'd be good for the world i assume once he's gone um but in terms of the vaccine yeah obviously this is all positive but we you know we haven't heard so much news about vaccines and stuff so it's just good even if it's just a small step yeah you know yeah it's uh, nice to get a nice little bit of news isn't it um we won't yeah. talk about arsenal this week so uh, yeah <laughs> let's just leave them out <laughs> but um, we won't talk yeah, about guys, newcastle either mate we were just as bad yeah i know mate you and i are nfl fans anyway <laughs> who, even likes, who even likes soccer what is that soccer thing that they play over in over in the uk uh, <laughs> yeah. but um Anyway, guys, welcome back. Uh, hope you all uh, enjoyed this week. It was it was a tasty week of NFL. It just seems like it is every week. There's always something exciting, mm. some great plays. Love it so much. Uh, obviously, fantasy-wise, there's so many ups and downs. Um, and that's what we're here for. You know, luckily for Macca and I, you know, we tends to be uh, I think I feel like we're mostly on the up and positive on this podcast so like I said guys keep giving us a listen and hopefully that will uh, relate to you guys as well but um let's start of the new week start of week 10 we're now officially past the halfway uh mark now for the season and yeah so today we'll we'll kind of kick off stuff Maka will kick off with uh the good the bad the ugly uh, as we always do uh, I'll kind of uh, kind of mix that up and then put in the match ball wooden spoon and then Maka will finish up with his move on out and move on out and he's got a bit more for us as well and then the last bit for the day will be we'll look back at the bets which is the first round for me of close um <laughs> of the bets so we'll see how they went uh, I haven't actually looked at them yet so I thought we'll have the excitement as and when they come out so um Maka should we go straight into it buddy goodbye the ugly yeah let's start with the quarterbacks as always um Josh Allen, um, weirdly enough, I was playing against my brother this week and he decided to bench Josh Allen. So that was a bit of a mistake because he 
absolutely smashed the Seahawks. We knew he would. Um, he scored 36 this week. Um, but a couple of quarterbacks who actually impressed me as well. Drew Locke was um, pretty good this week against the Falcons. I thought it was impressive. But Tua, can't say his surname. Not even going to try. Um, <laughs> um, with Herbert and obviously uh, Burrow doing really well, it was just refreshing to see Tua actually throw the ball because against the Rams the week before, he didn't have to do too much. But this week, he was exceptional. And um, I think he he's worth a pickup um, if he's on the waivers. I think he's someone who... Just because of his mobility as well, he's going to score a lot of fantasy points. So he looks. He's a lefty. He's a yeah, lefty. I love that. Yeah, and yeah, it looks really. It looks weird, um, but it, it was. It was just refreshing to see. Um, it is strange, well. isn't it? Like, I mean, that kind of era of quarterbacks where you know you look at the Mannings, the the Breezes, yeah. the Bradys, the Roethlisbergers are basically all coming to an end now. And you know you have got this new era, which is you know the shining lights are these guys. And and you know next year we're only going to have the addition of. Um, uh, your boy oh, Trevor as well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So uh, it's yes, uh, it's a new era now for the QBs. Yeah, yeah, and I think the mobility is the key at the minute, um, especially with fantasy. So I think to uh, it's someone to interest in. Um, in terms of bad, obviously talking about mobile quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson. Um, <laughs> it was a tough matchup for him against the Colts, but again, he finished outside the top ten, top twelve. And I just I keep highlighting this. I feel like every week that Lamar Jackson just doesn't get QB one numbers at all. Um, and I just think he's somebody that I think you can't rely on anymore. And I think Derek Carr as well. I think there was a lot of talk of him being a must-add, a must-play this week. And I think Derek Carr's ceiling is always so short in fantasy because, he, again, the mobility isn't there. But also, they run the ball so much um, at the Raiders. So it was quite a bad week for him. But ugly, I can't not go past this guy. Tom Brady. Um, I mean, he's a good-looking chap, don't get me wrong. But um, it was <laughs> just... Stick, mate. <laughs> It was just an ugly, ugly game um, all round. I watched it, um, the bit and he cost me one of my leagues. Not going to lie to you, um, Tom. Yeah. Thanks for that, Tom. Um, <laughs> it was just, it was awful. And it was a mixture of the Saints playing really well on defense. But he just looked awful. He was making interception throws and he just, it just didn't look right at all. It just did not look right. Um, so there's a bit of a concern there. Um, it, was, it was certainly the ugly there. Yeah. Oh, what's my sheet? Hold on. Running backs. Right, running backs. Um, we don't talk. I mean, it wasn't. It was a weird week actually because you take away CMC and um, Dalvin Cook's unbelievable performance. There wasn't that many major scores from running backs. No. But two guys that we never highlight, but they they should be highlighted because of just their consistency is Josh Jacobs and J. Robinson, your your guy. Um, mm-hmm. Them two always always get in the top ten, no matter what. They just they get the yards, they get the points. And I think they're just, they're very, very good running backs. Um, the bads, I think um, Derrick Henry had a bit of a bad day. Um, I think that's back-to-back weeks where Derrick Henry's had a bit of a quiet week. Um, and Singletary, I think, is now officially finished. Um, if there was any doubt, it's uh, it's definitely it's definitely there now. Um, and then the ugly, um, it's just a running back by committees. They're both oddly in the same game. But the Ravens, it just didn't look good for J.K. Dobbins or Edward, Edwards. Um against the Colts. The Colts' run defense is legit. Um, but on the flip side, the Colts really annoyed me, actually. Well, I will not say annoyed me. It was just disappointing. Because Jonathan Taylor, who I gave to you, scored a touchdown, looks pretty good. And then he fumbled the ball. And I hate when this happens where once someone fumbles the ball, especially a rookie, they don't come back on the field. It's mm-hmm. like you're, just dis- like you're off the pitch and we're not going to use you again. Yeah. I just don't think, how how is that helpful? Um, it's not at all, is it? No. 
Um, and it, it just it's it's just going to create even more of an uglier backfield than than it appears if they're going to keep doing that, you know, um, to to players. And I think I think it's just going to get uglier and uglier, unfortunately, for for the Colts. Um, on the wide receivers, um, listen again. Someone we don't mention enough is Tyreek Hill. Um, he again consistently just scores points every week, and mm-hmm. I think he scored ten touchdowns this year. Yeah. And it's so quiet that he scored 10 touchdowns. Yeah. Like, don't even mention him. Um, Jerry Judy was exceptional, though. Um, he if was you very actually, good. Yeah, so if you look at his highlights, um, his his route running is just insane. Um, in terms of the bad, Julio Jones, I expected him to smash it this week, although he scored an outrageous touchdown where he just completed the corner, just looked like he's never played NFL before in his life. Um, he had just had a bad week. And again, the ugly Vikings. Um, in line with Dalvin Cook, just running the football so much that Adam Phelan and Jefferson's scoring is just decreasing every week. And it's just a bit of a concern with how that's going to keep going because they should be every week starters, but I just don't think you can start them um, anymore as much as, as you've wanted to previously. So it's getting ugly for them. I know, I know, I like it. Yeah, it's uh, very interesting with a lot of those things there. Yeah, there's a couple of people we don't always mention, but mm. hey, look, we'll uh, we'll run straight into the match ball uh, and the wooden spoon. Uh, I'm going to start with the wooden spoon again this time. Like, prefer the prefer the negative come out with the positive. <laughs> uh, just to mention for uh, James Connor, uh, you know, I thought you know everybody expected him to go really, really big. They thought they'd run the ball quite a lot. A very, very bad performance. Um, uh, again, it was just not the right game script. And, and I think it's one of those games that you just kind of put behind you. Uh, Lev Bell, I have him. Uh, it's a prime example of some <laughs> boys. Um, hey, man, like, it's it's an interesting one. I, th- I think I need to keep hold of him uh, beyond, this, uh, beyond this because, you know, I just want to kind of see how it works out. He is still new to this team, but, mate, it looks horrible. He looks done. And uh, so, yeah, he's definitely been the wooden spoon character category. Uh, Nook, uh, d- uh, Hopkins, you know, love him. Uh, really, really quiet day as well. Um, and then uh, wanted to add in about uh, Andrews, who was really, really quiet for the Ravens. Again, uh, you know, a bit of a caveat to Andrews because, you know, he, the poor, poor weeks he's had has been Steelers and Colts back-to-back. That's not an easy matchup to play. So, you know, I wouldn't say it's panic stations. I know some people are calling for panic stations on him. I think give give him a chance, see how he comes out the other side after those two matchups are probably the two best defenses in the league. Um, and then Derek Henry, um, I just wanted a little point on Derek Henry. And, you know, I know we all spoke about how good Derek Henry is and, you know, his kind of boom bust opportunities. I think with Henry, it's an interesting one. Cause I think people are now really starting to, you know, kind of understand what he does and, and, and how much he makes that, that Tennessee Titans teams win. So people are just targeting him and, uh, you know, yes, he's a big hard hitter, but he is, yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm starting to, I'm gonna start removing my uh, number one RB um, from him, uh, title from him, and then of course uh, you've already mentioned it, Tom Brady. What a stinker! <laughs> um, and then uh, actually, as a matter of fact, I just wanted to put in there as well all of the Tampa Bay wide receivers. But hey, look, if you're caught running, um, yeah. QB is not going to do anything. The wide receivers aren't going to do anything, are they either? So, you know, it looks exciting. Uh, you know, you and I were here and, I mean, there's that famous uh, picture that's now going around with the Sunday night um, football guys all voting for the Tampa Bay to absolutely whitewash the Saints. And you know what? You love to see it. You absolutely love to see it when, you know, nobody, nobody thought they would do anything. Breeze looked like himself again. So, uh, yeah, Brady certainly uh, is going to be part of that uh, wooden spoon. And actually... 
I'm going to give it to um, I'm going to give it to Brady. Um, And, uh, you know, I think it's the only right way to go. You know, I think Connor, you know, from what you expected from him, should have had it. Lev Bell, we kind of don't expect him to be that big, but it was really bad. But yeah, Brady, you'd expected him to at least get you 20 points. But I think it was two in our half PPR league, which is just really, really poor. So Tom Brady, really sorry, pal, but you're getting the the wooden spoon. Um, And match ball on the other side. Um, I feel like... You know, Cook is certainly going to be that guy that is probably going to end up being RB1. Um, Kyler Murray is brilliant. You know, everyone, I know you actually mentioned to me quite a lot about his height and, you know, his work in the end zone uh, and stuff. But hey, his numbers are fantastic. And of course, his work on the ground is helping fantasy wise. So uh, he gets a big, big shout out. Um, Josh Allen, very, I was very shocked to see your brother not play him. Uh, you, You know, especially with Lamar Jackson. I mean, I, I think Lamar Jackson. I mean, if you have Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, I'll be playing Allen over him just purely because of that kind of boom option. Whereas Jackson just seems to have quite a low ceiling at the moment. Uh, so yeah, Josh Allen is. Um, uh, you know, I thought he would have probably won quite a lot of people's matchups, but yeah, mm-hmm. he probably didn't play him. Um, CMC, uh, mate, brilliant, fantastic. I'll come back to him in a second. Tyreek Hill, yeah, we don't talk about him a lot, but yeah, he's he's been on my team and and he's pretty much got a touchdown every game and and he just he's just so consistent and uh, you know he's on his way to to do to to, to kind of at least in that top three because uh, he's only going to be probably outshadowed by the next guy I'm going to mention is Devonte Adams just seems mm. to be performing every week um, doing so so well it's just exciting watching him and then just to mention. Uh, he's not going to win it for me today, but Richie James for Sam Fran, you know, nobody thought he'd get those points. So if any of you out there played him, you know what, fair play. And uh, if you played him, then uh, for you and him, he deserves a match ball. Um, but this week, uh, and I feel like if when Dalvin Cook listens to this pod, because you know he loves it so much, um, he's going to be so angry at me because it's another week. I'm not going to give the match ball to Dalvin Cook. I'm actually going to give the match ball to Christian McCaffrey. Um, I think... Just purely circumstantial. The guy was has been out for so long, just came back in. It was like he never left. I know he might be a slight scare of an injury, shoulder injury, but um, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, nothing there. But Christian McCaffrey, you get my match ball. Yeah, I think, as you said, he just looked like he wasn't injured at all. And I just think, just want to highlight though on that, though, he might be injured. So if Mike yeah. Davis is available, go get him. Um, <laughs> You love that, don't you? Your, your late night it. trade. <laughs> you got a late night trade just for seven fab. So yeah, mate, Mac are doing bits. Mac is uh, probably, I guess, uh, lockdowns helping, mate. Not that you do any work anyway, but probably lockdowns allowed you to spend uh, all seven days solely on trying to sort your team out. And it looks That's like it. Um, if you put seven days effort into it, it looks like it works for you, pal. Gets into it. But yeah, yeah, I did have to do a late trade just just before any big injury news came out. Um, yeah. yeah, he was he was brilliant. Brilliant to watch. And, and and Dalvin Cook, I know you're listening to this, pal, but just to mention to you, I, I think I'm going to probably pull you out of the match ball because I just think you're going to be getting those kind of scores every week. Yeah. So that is my main reason for not for not doing it, uh, not giving <laughs> it to you. And, and actually, I think Devontae Adams is soon going to have to just come out of that um, yeah. as well. Um, and, and, and actually, one thing I didn't mention in the Wooden Spoon, actually, I didn't uh, give him the hate that he probably needs for this week. And still scored 20 points, but uh, Wilson uh, had a torrid day. Uh, and hopefully he's got that out of his system and it didn't mean I lost a game so uh, hopefully he'll be back uh, to normal soon but yeah Wilson didn't have a great great week either uh, but fantasy wise still got 20 points so I won't complain um, yeah, that's, that's the thing with Wilson isn't it 20 points to that <laughs> yeah you're going to guarantee that aren't you um, Maka we're going to kind of start getting near the end with move on up move on out move on out 
so yeah, so just sort of, as I said last week, it was just not looking at players specifically. Um, it was more looking at the playoff schedule and just seeing, because I think there's a few trade deadlines um, in fantasy football this week. So it's just looking at players that I think have got a great schedule based on pro football focus. Um, so they're the guys who do all the analysts and all the sort of stats and figures that they come up with five names or five teams that have a great schedule and, a, and the worst schedule. And I think for quarterback, I'm just going to highlight some players here. Um, for quarterback, Tom Brady is got the best schedule in the playoffs. I know he had a bad week this week, but this could be the opportunity where someone drops him on the waiver or you can go and get him on the cheap. And I think he's an option um, for the for the playoffs. Um, the, the other two teams that are in the mix is Los Angeles Chargers and Kansas City. And unfortunately, you're not going to get Mahomes or Herbert. But I do want to highlight that Patrick Mahomes is on a bye. And I just feel like if that person needs a win this week, that maybe this is the only opportunity you get to get Patrick Mahomes to try and get him this week. Um, the Rams in Chicago, the only t- the other two teams at quarterback with a good schedule. Now, the issue is you don't want to trust Nick Foles and Jared Goff. But Jared Goff, when he's at home, can still be a dangerous quarterback. And again, I'm sure he's available in every waiver. Um, so maybe worth a stash if you're a bit short at QB. Um, in terms of the worst schedules at QB, man, Deshaun Watson has got the worst schedule in the playoffs. And this is kind of one of the reasons why I traded him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got the Colts. I know that for certain. And I just don't like Deshaun Watson's schedule. I know he's been very consistent, but he's somebody that you could probably look to cash out on now. Um, New England, again, I've been talking about Cam Newton. I know he gets the rushing touchdowns, but he hasn't been great for the Patriots. And I think he's somebody you can just let go even though he had a big week this week. Um, Kirk Cousins, you're not going to touch. And neither are you going to touch Roethlisberger. But Tua, he's an interesting one because I think he's somebody that I would say go and get because of his mobility, his availability on the waivers. Um, but he does have a tough schedule um, in week 14 to 15 to 16. So have a look at him, but um, don't overpay for him because he's he's got a tough schedule. Um, just looking at brief for the running backs, you're not going to get Derrick Henry. You're not going to get Aaron Jones. This is the interesting one this week is Chicago. They've got the third best schedule for running backs in the playoffs. Montgomery has been pretty poor this year and um, he's on concussion. Hall came in last week and had a big game for Chicago. And if Montgomery's out and Hall plays well against the Vikings, he will be the running back going forward for Chicago. I think he's the waiver that you have to prioritize this week, like big time. Um, just as, I'm not saying use all your fab, but try and get him. Um, Swift is another one. I've, I've highlighted him a couple of times now. Detroit are going to get rid of Matt Patricia at some point, surely. Um, the way they've played, the way they're organized, but they've got the fourth best schedule um, going into the playoffs. And I think Swift will take over from Adrian Peterson and be the main back. So you can probably try and get him cheap. Denver, Melvin Gordon has been struggling. Um, but I think he's somebody you can hold on to because he's got a good schedule going into week 14, 15, 16. But Philip Lindsay as well is somebody you can get on the cheap, I'm sure. So I think these are two you should try and target. Um, negatively, I've talked about Zeke. He's got the worst schedule going into the playoffs. They've got no quarterback, no O-line. Don't try and be cute with Zeke. Just try and move him on. He's on a bye this week as well. I think he's somebody that you should try and get rid of. And if someone tries off you, Zeke, don't take it. Um, Arizona. <laughs> Kenyon Drake and, I mean, Edmonds was supposed to have a massive game um, this week and he didn't. And that's a worry for me. And Kenyon Drake should be back this week. They've also got a terrible schedule. So I think he's them two are probably players you can try and move on out on. Um, same for Buffalo. We talked about Singletary. Zach Moss is played quite well recently. Um, but they've got a bye 
coming up and I think he's an opportunity for you to try and cash out when you can now why he's got some value because he's got a tough schedule James Connor I'd be interested to hear what you say about James Connor actually because he should be doing better than what he's producing and he's got again he's got a tough schedule in the playoffs um, and it'd be interesting to see whether you think it's time to move on out on James Connor I personally think it is and just finally just round up the running backs Houston um, David Johnson Drew Johnson I think they've they're not great anyway um, and I just think he can feel comfortable about moving them guys on so yeah just just a quick one on James Connor what, what do you reckon as a Steelers fan yeah it's an interesting one because um, if it wasn't for uh, Roethlisberger's kind of minor injury that he got this week um, I would have probably been with you there I mean it just they just have so many weapons and you know Juju's found the form again and you know Deontay Johnson's doing great I mean James Washington got a touchdown and 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 you know Chase Claypool's Chase Claypool uh, and then Ebron's getting a touchdown as well so I mean there's literally five options there and and you know if you've got that many options you know what I know you look at Tampa and you've got Brown and Evans and Godwin and, and Gronkowski um, but I really, really do, and uh, might be a little bit biased here, but I really do think that that's the the uh, the Steelers probably match that. They might not be the names uh, mm. uh, on paper, but I think in terms of ability, youth, vigor, um, I think I think the Steelers really do match that. And I think, and when you've got someone like Roethlisberger as well, who 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 can uh, sling the ball to those guys because they get he gets quite a good he gets quite decent pass protection as well uh, from that O line. Um, I just think that it's always going to go there. With Connor, it's an interesting one because, you know, they seem to um, be bringing in uh, McFarlane and Benny Snell more and more mm. each game. Um, so so I, I kind of, I'm inclined to say I kind of agree with you. Um, my only concern was that in this last game, um, Roethlisberger kind of got got a bit injured, uh, went out. And at the moment when he went out, I mean, it just seems like Mason Rudolph doesn't back himself. I do worry about that because when Roethlisberger went down, I was I was kind of like, crap, this could completely derail our Super Bowl uh, campaign because just as soon as R- R- Mason Rudolph came in, they basically just ran the ball. Uh, I think there was one kind of throwing play. Um, so that's my only thing. But it sounds like apparently he's okay. Um, and so, yeah, it's an interesting one with, with Connor. Uh, the only one thing I'd say is that... Um, Steelers have had, uh, I think, three back-to-back uh, away games. Uh, mm. And so Roethlisberger and the running game with the Steelers uh, generally always does so much better at home. Uh, so uh, I'd, I'd be like, I think, looking forward to this game coming up. We'll talk about it in the next pod. But yeah, I think I think don't don't be panic stations yet and uh, keep an eye on Roethlisberger's injury. But um, yeah, I think you might be on something there, Mecca. Yeah. I mean, just think just round up the wide receivers um, and then just wind up some just some brief players you should try to look to get. But um, the Rams have got the best schedule. So I think mm-hmm. Robert Woods and Cooper Cup is definitely key. The New York Jets are next. So Perryman, Crowder, I'm sure on your waivers. And if they are, I think they're people you can probably pick up and just play um, in, the, in the playoffs, which is quite interesting because it's the Jets. But um, they did score some points yesterday against the Patriots. So one to look for. Tampa Bay have the third best. Now, this is an opportunity where you can go and get Chris Godwin, Mike Evans and Antonio Brown on the cheap. And I think you should try and do it if you can. Um, Chicago is next. Alan Robinson is a must get for me. If you can get Alan Robinson, go get him. Um, he's 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 been very consistently good all year, but he's got a great schedule in the playoffs. Um, Kansas City's next best. Obviously, you're not going to get Tyree Kill, but Sammy Watkins, Hardman, Robinson, they're all quite 
high scorers um, for the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think you can probably get all of them again available in the waivers. Try and pick one of them up, put them on the bench and see what happens. Um, on the flip side, weirdly enough, Seattle's got the worst schedule. So Metcalf and Lockett, I don't think you can get rid of them too. But they might not be as highly scoring uh-huh. as um, they have been all year. So it'll be interesting to see whether you can get a package of players for those two. Um, Carolina's next, um, which is a bit worrying because I've got Robbie Anderson. But DJ Moore is a definite get rid of, um, uh-huh. move on out. Uh, Curtis Samuel is getting better each week as well. But I wouldn't go all in on get- and getting him. Um, in the waivers. Um, Miami's next. I think Devante Parker in the next couple of weeks will have a big week with two of there. If that happens, go and cash out on Parker. Denver, this is the week where you can cash out on Judy. Whoever's picked up Judy, including myself, had a great week this week. Looked good. Looked good last week. Cash out. Cash out now when you can. And New England's next. You're not going to touch any New England's Patriots wide receivers anyway, so don't worry about them. So just a few players I think you should target. It's Tom Brady. Um, for yeah. sure, I think you should try and go for him. I think you should try and target um, be, uh, Chicago running back Hall or Montgomery along with Swift, up. and I think you should try and get Woods and Cup. So there you go. Those are the guys. Move on out. I, I, I'm going to stress it, man. I think Zeke is 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 someone you have to get rid of, <laughs> um, and James Connor. I'm, I'm pulling it out there, mate. <laughs> and maybe you're pulling out James Connor, are you? And Deshaun Watson as well. And, and Deshaun Watson. I think mean, these are the guys that you can get some value out of. So uh, try and get someone who can win you the, win you the league, effectively. Um, the schedule is always important yeah. in the playoffs. So. Absolutely. I like it, Maka. Good, some good insight there. Um, right, should we uh, try and finish up with the bets from last week? So I haven't even looked at them yet, but um, I bet you, Maka, that Jonathan Taylor will outscore all of the other Colts. Um, did you take that? Did you take the bet? I think I, I think I agreed with you. Yeah, I think you agreed with me. So what does that mean? I just get to keep my, I get to keep five points, right? If I agreed with you, just <laughs> remember the rules myself. If I agreed with you, okay, um, here we go. Yeah, yeah, so, you get five points. Yeah. There we go. Right. Okay. So that's up to ninety-five. Uh, I said Broncos to beat the Falcons, and I think you agreed with me. No, no, I took the bet, Falcons. Did you? Yeah, 100%. Mate. 100%. Don't. <laughs> well, listen back, but I'm pretty sad I took the Falcons. So that's 10 points. Uh, that's fine. I'll give, I'll give you the 10 points. Uh, and then Lamar finishes outside top 10 QB. Um, did I so, think I did uh, so it says him. Yeah. So th- well, it says here Mac. So I'm assuming that means you took the bet. Yeah, I'll take um, the bet. I'll take the bet because I think he's outside top 10. So that's 10 points. Oh, <laughs> um, so I said Steelers don't concede more than one TD. I agree and so with you, you. Yeah. you agreed. So I'll take the five points there. Yep. There we go. First to reach 100 points. Um, and then I said MT gets a TD on his return. I don't know what you said there. I said, I, I think I said no. Okay, well, I'll give you 10 points there, Maka. I feel like this is a bit dodgy, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to the betting next week. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll listen back. We'll mark we'll it better. Listen. I think the one thing we'll say about Michael Thomas, because obviously he didn't have a great game um, on paper, but it was good to see him back. And yeah. as you touched on, Drew Brees looks a bit sharp. And it happened yeah. similar to last year as well, where the Saints just woke up in the second half and they were just yeah. explosive. So I think Michael Thomas is going to have a big 
second half of the season. So I think so. You know, his his ability. Obviously, I'm kind of I'm part part of me is kind of hopeful that all of this goes through. But you could see like they usually Michael Thomas plays almost all the snaps. He didn't play all the snaps. He was. I mean, they they clearly had him in there. When they targeted him, he pretty much hauled in everything he got targeted with. They didn't mm. play him in every single um, in every single snap. So you know, it's clearly a bit of optimism there as well in that kind of def- with that defense there as well. But hey, look, you listen. Just one point. We didn't talk about Tampa Bay that much, man. And you know, you and I have both been been very very high on them. But you know, without um, Vita Villa, um and their in their line, uh, you know, they seem to not be really stopping the run much. Um, and you know they just don't seem as strong, uh, Tampa. And then they're at home. You know they, they had everything, everything uh, kind of stacked up for them, and they just didn't do that well. Uh, you know, again, I don't think it's panic stations. And you mentioned obviously they've got a very good schedule coming up, so you know still mm. very much see them there. But uh, you know, just just big shout out to Saints. I think they did a great job, and uh, you know Breeze just looked so much better. And um, you know I, I, I'd be worried if I'm playing the Saints uh, in the next kind of few games coming up. So I think they're going to look very good. And 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 importantly, defensively, they looked incredible. Yeah, I think um, yeah, I think the Saints have been the best team for the last three or four years. They just never got to the Super Bowl. They've mm. always had something not quite go their way, whether it's the refereeing decisions or mm. the miracle in Minnesota. <laughs> so, but you, their defense is legit when they when they're up for it. And yes. I think they're there again. We've they're always always a team that should be there or thereabouts in the NFC. And yeah. Was, I think they'll I think they'll give it. I think especially with the extra spot, I'd like to see them there. I think they'll be in the playoffs and. I think a uh, few years of her. I think um, I think you know watch watch the space with them. I think they'll look very good. Um, yeah. Right, Maka. Uh, anything else for this week, buddy? No, no, nothing, nothing crazy. Just hope CMC is all right. That's about it. <laughs> again, always as always, no injuries. But yeah, guys, uh, thank you for tuning in again. Uh, please do, uh, as I always say, right, right. Rate, like, and share. Can never <laughs> always cock that up, don't I? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna make. I might just change it around on this on the on the sheet that I've written down. But anyway, rate, like, and share the pod, please, guys. Write us a review. Give us a follow on Journey Boys NFL. Uh, if you guys were on, you would have seen actually Maka uh, was quite active this weekend, especially as well. Uh, so you got any questions? Uh, you know, please do ping them over, and uh, he will give you his opinion. Um, I'm on there as well, but I'm mostly just retweeting all of the Steelers eight and O stuff. So whenever you see any of that, you know that's me. Um, uh, otherwise, it's uh, if there's any actual useful insight, it's Maka. So uh, please do do that. And if there's any uh, banter on the Patriots, it's probably usually also me as well. So, you know, <laughs> keep an eye on that. Uh, I'll be on Instagram as always, guys. And please do remember to tune in later in this week. Uh, please, as I mentioned, if you subscribe, you won't have to ever worry about it. It'll just pop up in wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and I think that's it for this week. So um, see you guys next week. Uh, not next week, but later in the week for, for the pre-match show. See you then. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.